The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Call 780-496-0063 or text 630-630 and join the conversation. The Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Well, we've been talking about, uh, once again, uh, Andrew's wood chip pile and the latest update is that someone's come along and put a, an X through it so folks know which one to pick up apparently when they drive through his neighborhood. Yeah. Because you might be confused about what a wood chip pile looks like. Uh, we're also talking about the weather, what it was like in your neck of the woods. Dwight is joining us this afternoon. Hey, Dwight. Yes, hello. Hi. Yes, we farm just, oh, just outside of Stony Plain. A big wind last night. It blew over a 80 uh, year old tree in our driveway and it plugged our driveway right off. Oh, no. But unlike, unlike the city, uh, my son and I were able to identify the species of the tree, and we had a look at it this morning. My 12-year-old granddaughter said, oh, gee, look at the source of firewood we have right here beside our house, so we're kind of lucky. So <laughs> yeah. we deal with things a whole lot differently then. Now, wait a second. Were you, uh, did you have to put a white X on that to identify which no, tree did. had fallen we down? No, we that. We yeah, luckily really? enough were able to identify it and know that it's junk yeah. and know it's got to be dealt with, and we just deal with it. We don't have to have 100 people involved with all those crews come and check it out. Well, I don't think, you're just not doing it right. You, you gotta... I, I suppose not. I suppose not. We need all kinds of experts to, to, uh, to come and look at it and bless it. And, you need, you and, need to share the love. They report share the on love. their findings. They, you should get a job with the city of Edmonton because I'll tell you what, you could... No, they... I'd be too efficient and they'd run, they'd run me right out of there. Hey, Dwight, they wouldn't you... like those kinds of ideas. Dwight, have you started to cut up the tree yet? No, we don't. We're, uh, we're still... Often late in the year, we're still doing some spring seeding, so a couple of days down the road, we'll just have to drive around it. We have no traffic cones or, we have no traffic cones or nothing, so we'll, yeah. we don't have a crew to put them out, so uh, we'll just have to drive around it. That's awesome, Dwight. Thanks for the call. Thank you very much. Take yeah. it easy. Hey, you should keep Dwight's number and we have a <laughs> yeah. good source of firewood in the next little while. That is funny. Can't you see, can't you just see the city going out and putting a big circle around the fallen tree? Just a big line down <laughs> or someone maybe they because there's enough room they could spray paint on it yeah please remove <laughs> in nine months uh hey here's a texter i live in uh glenifer lake resort near red deer i don't think it was uh, near as bad but the winds were blowing like crazy i was chasing patio chair cushions around and i'm sure with the wind uh behind me i was breaking a few speed limits we got away lucky though i feel for the people who suffered a lot of damage that from glenn and by the way i understand that power is out in parts of red deer and will be for maybe a day yeah. or two as they try and restore power that's uh, unusual. Someone texted him, what's going on with the NHL expansion draft? Well, here's what's going on. They made all the picks and all the deals and the finalizing uh, this morning, and they're, they're keeping it quiet and mm. unveiling it tonight at the NHL Awards. Oh, okay. So that's when we'll find out what the uh, what is the Las Vegas Golden Knights look like. <laughs> hey, we've got a bunch of Oilers up for awards tonight. We do, uh, Connor McDonald, not the least of which is Connor McDavid. And coach. The coach, uh, Tom McClellan. He's probably not going to win that award, quite mm, frankly. There's some people that are saying that he might. Yeah, well, you got a couple of Canadian coaches there, and that often splits the Canadian uh, writer's vote. But uh, And Peter Chiarelli? Chiarelli? Chiarelli. You know, honestly, it, I don't think... Uh, this is just my humble opinion. I don't think Shirelli will win Coach of the Year because I think everybody, although I think he's made some brilliant moves, 
And he certainly built a team that is so remarkably better than it was mm -hmm. for 10 years. I think most people look at the Oilers and say, yeah, well, Connor McDavid, you got him... You got so lucky when you got Connor McDavid, and then you built the team around him. So yeah, well, that's about building a team. Though. Sure, but uh, you know, in in reality, though, he had nothing to do with getting Connor McDavid, and Connor McDavid is at the core of the success of that team, right? I, I'm saying that that's how those who vote will see it. So. Mm. Well, we'll see. We'll find out tonight. The awards get underway. Six o'clock our time. Jane's on the phone. She has a an answer to why they put the X on the wood chips. Yes, you, we have to look at the big picture, you see. We're not looking at the big picture. Okay. If we just pick up the wood chips that aren't marked with the X, they're contaminated, and you can't put them on other, around other trees. So, therefore, those trees would get ill also. So we have to mark everything. Otherwise, no one knows what's going on, and we don't want any more trees to have to have diseases. So here's my question, though. Do you work for the city, by the way? No, I don't. I'm oh. tired for years. Ah, uh, because here's my question. I'll grant you that that is possibly true. But my question would be, why doesn't the crew that goes around putting the white X on it be replaced by the crew that just picks up the chips? Because those chips sat in a pile without a white X on them for, what, six weeks? So some crew was able to identify them accurately as being the infected chips. Why, instead of sending that crew, don't they just send the crew to pick that them picks up. them up? Because they're not designated crew to do that. <laughs> okay, well. That's like you going and doing sports when you're not a sports person, so you can't answer the sports questions. I suppose that's true. See, there's a method to their madness, but we just haven't figured out the method. Yeah, yet. yeah exactly, Jane. Thanks for the phone call. Great to hear from you. <sighs> Shirelli can't win Coach of the Year. Uh, I, no, I know. He's up for general manager. That's of the right. Year. Yeah, did, we didn't say Coach of the Year. We I said, said Tom also, McClellan yeah, was And up. I said yeah. also Shirelli was up for an award. Yeah. That's right. GM yeah. of the Year. Jack Adams, Coach of the Year. Yeah. Art Trophy. Art Ross Trophy. Mm-hmm. Huh. Did you like the new jerseys? Uh, no. Did you like? Do you like the new jerseys? I do not. Why not? Um, well, I'm happy that they're orange. They just, I don't know. They don't. I don't mind them. I, well, that's fair. I don't mind them. I don't love them. Mm -hmm. I like the old orange jersey. And I realize new manufacturers, so they're going to... And everybody has to put their own little touch yeah. on it, right? But, uh, yeah, no, I, I wasn't blown away by them or anything like that. I, I, I mean, I own an orange jersey because I like it. And I love the fact that we did the orange crush thing. And I love how it looks on television when the stadium's full of orange. So the color is not an issue. Um, I, I don't know. It just sort of looked dull. When we were digging out, I don't know what your laundry room is like at your house. Nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> when we were digging out uh, yesterday, because there's usually a pile of clothes on the floor there, digging it all out was all wet, and we've just got bags full of wet clothes right now, so mm. a lot of laundry ahead uh, for coaching me. Um, I, I dug up uh, the, um, the Orange Crush hoodie. And I remember, oh, yeah. there was like, whoa, that thing's bright. It sure is, eh? I just wore it one time because it was the next uh, hoodie in rotation. So uh, we were out of the playoffs at that point, and I just threw on, and I came to work, and man, it's different when the playoffs aren't on. I, yeah. I Everyone was just sort of, oh, that's it's, a bright. It's like, are you on a work crew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you spraying yeah, X's on things? I've got a white can of paint right here. Hi, Dwayne. Hey. Thanks for calling hey, back. I've, I've, oh, yeah, no problem. 
I feel bad for you. I had a flood a couple of years ago, mm. and you're going to love when they put the fans in your house for oh, yeah. three days straight to dry it out. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to be like Beyonce in the office, just standing in front of them, the hair blowing. <laughs> yeah, grab some earplugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, the X's are funny because it, that's just great tax dollars being spent up in Edmonton. You know, you listen to all of the stuff around Edmonton where... You know, they're going to charge you or give you tickets if you don't shovel your walk in a timely fashion. And, you know, they're going to charge you if they do, if you do this, that, or the next thing. And there's no legal recourse for you guys. Can you take back some of your tax dollars? No. <laughs> because, you, you know, like they're not doing it in a timely fashion. It's unsightly in front of your house. I mean, come on now. Like, where's, uh, there's no give and take. It yeah. Seems like. And, you know, not only that, and I don't want to sound like a complete whiner, but for whatever reason, because of where our house is located, so we're on a, uh, not a cul-de-sac, but we're on a sort of it's a... It's like, like an offshoot of a... Yeah, yeah, we're on offshoot, so it's sort of a the shape of a U, we'll say. But across from our house is the back lane, which goes back to all the houses that are across the street from us. So as a result, that is apparently the most convenient place for TELUS... Um, Shaw, the city, everybody to put those boxes in. So well, when I we moved in, those yeah. weren't there. But now we've got yeah. like, yeah, two boxes. A third one's going in because they've already and dug no the hole. No, they don't say anything to you or tell you that or warn that that's going to happen. So we've got uh, yeah. two and a half box, or we had two boxes, a hole, and a pile of chips in front of our house. And yeah, we've had nothing to do with any of it. They just arbitrarily do stuff. To the citizens yeah and it's laughable like, you know, let me ask you something man you don't have to answer but is your are your taxes north of three grand a year on your place um no <laughs> mine sure are <laughs> i got no okay, road to get so to my house mine are between two and three okay so what services do you get other than you know like the roads are kept but you listen like when there's a big snowfall or you want the last ones to get cleaned are you yeah it's just unreal that they take 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 but they're so short on giving good service yeah or information at the very least right Uh, just information would be good yeah like it's not the workers uh, because right they're, they're just told what to do but you know municipalities are so top heavy in people deciding what to do then common sense people of mm-hmm. let's just get the job done mm-hmm. good points anyway. Dwayne thank you have a good one guys yeah you take too. it good easy huh. that was a uh, part of my my letter to the guy back to the city about the amount of taxes <laughs> hey here's really eh? well I also mentioned like, we don't have we don't have water we don't have well we've got a lot of water <laughs> but we don't have a sewer system we don't you know we have a cistern all of that sort of stuff and we play pay huge taxes I just ta- uh, texted Carol she hasn't texted me back yet because I just want to be accurate I think because our taxes as I've said before come out of the mortgage yeah uh, but Carol handles the household finances uh, so to ask her what our property taxes are, just so I don't have a bunch of people going, how come he only pays that, or how come he pays that? But so when she lets me know, I'll let you know. Um, but this is interesting. Uh, Oye got uh, Filipino canvassers kicked out of town. They were going door-to-door looking for money for poor Filipino children. It's a scam. I called the police. They told them to leave town immediately. Um, they did this in Calgary, too. Apparently, they're a registered charity, but to canvass, they need a permit from the town they're in. Uh, they came to my house last night. 
Oh, really? Yeah, they um, they have identification, but... Is it real? Who knows what identification is supposed to look like. And uh, I, I'm... You know, I help out where I help out, and I don't really want to be put on the spot to help out at my door. Um, I don't like that. And, you know, the doorbell rang. It was in the morning yesterday, and so I know everybody else is in bed. I was up pretty early. So it was, right, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning. And I ran upstairs, and there's, you know, a lovely young lady there, and she hands me this plastic thing. So, And that's a technique, by the way, because... If you're holding something, you mm-hmm. feel like you can't stop the conversation. So mm-hmm. she she shoves this thing at me and just immediately goes into her pitch about children in the uh, Philippines and how they need my help and everything. And I just handed it back to her, tried to. She wouldn't take it. Um, I just dropped it and went, I don't give it the door. And she went, oh, all right, and left. But it's very aggressive. Isn't that frustrating um, when that happens? I I got sucked into years of making a monthly donation by someone who did that to me at the door. Really? Yeah. Years. And it wasn't a huge amount. you signed up? I signed up and it just, he he wouldn't leave and um, don't you care about this and don't you care about this and don't you care about this? And finally it was, it was like, okay, well I'll just sign this up and just to get you off my doorstep and then to be honest with you, and again, it wasn't a huge amount, it was like 10 bucks, 10 bucks a month or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, but over the course of a number of years, um, and finally I cancel it and then of course I get the, the phone calls. Yeah. And I was like, no, done. I am done. I want to talk about that for a second. Uh, my wife just texted back. Our taxes this year were just under three thousand. What did I say? Between two and three. Two and, two yeah. and three. Our taxes this year were just under three thousand. They are usually more. They're usually between twenty-five and three. Yeah. Um, property. I, I think the property values went down a little bit this yeah, year. Possibly, I'm not yeah, possibly. Sure. Um, this. Uh, I get this phone call from time to time, and I can't block it on my home phone. But I get this phone call saying that, hey, you donated last year, and we really appreciate your help with this, and we'd love it if you do it again. again. And I know I didn't donate last year. And You know where I get that from? The University of Alberta. Oh, no way, really. They, sh- they, send, uh, they send me uh, a letter every few months. Like, I don't go to university. I donated them a kid for four years, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had two for a number in there, yeah. so <laughs> that's the donation, guys. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. So what's happening in your neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. You know, it doesn't have to be a fabulous story or, uh, you know, have a great punchline or anything like that. But it is just when you get going on this topic and what the city does and what the city provides and what you pay for and how they do it. Um, it is just sort of interesting because I know... The last time we spoke of this, of my da- darn tree, mm-hmm. whoops, almost swore there, um, several of the people who listened to us uh, that were at the Crystal Kids golf tournament yesterday asked me how my tree's mm-hmm. doing and then shared with me what was going on what there. was going on in their neighborhoods. And they've seen the kind of thing that we talked about, you know, curbs being put in and then being ripped out either accidentally or intentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, the plow comes along and rips them out. Um, the gentleman who called a moment ago asking if I felt I got my $3,000 worth in uh, taxes. It, it's an interesting thing. He mentioned snow removal. And that's an interesting one as well that I understand because I've interviewed the city manager a couple of times that they do major thoroughfares. Um, Then they do um, arteries that lead to those. Then they do major neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Then they do... So by the time they get to you, 
Oftentimes, the snow has not stopped falling, so they need to return to the major intersections and major uh, yep. outlets, right? Our arteries into the city, so your street just doesn't get plowed. But, you know, we had that conversation as well that I really don't understand this, what do they call it, blading, where they don't actually plow the road, they just sort of take a couple of inches off. Well, yeah, because I think in the long run, one of the things that does is when it does get melty, ah, okay. it's not, it, there's not as much slush, slush, right. slush and ruts and all Getting that sort of stuff. Cracks. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they blade down to a certain level. Do you remember we talked about this a couple of days ago, and it actually wasn't about my tree at the time. It was about something else. And we talked about how you see city workers, you know, many of them looking down a hole and one guy digging. And that was something else that came up yesterday. Somebody came up and said, well, there's a reason for that. What's safety stuff? It's a safety thing. If, and it's specific to digging a hole because you don't want anyone to be trapped through the collapse of the hole. So you have a safety guy and you've got mm-hmm. a rescue guy and you've got uh, an inspector and you've got whatever. And I, my guess would be that over the years, every time something's come up that was an emergency, a disaster, where that a new rule was made or a new law was passed or a new workman's yeah. comp, you know. Because there's investigations. Right, exactly. And recommendations are made. And the end result has been that you have all this extra manpower out there. And but I don't want to say it's not necessary, but... Well, and that's, that's the thing, because what if... Right, right. You know, if there is a disaster, then everyone says, well, why didn't we learn why from didn't the last you? Why didn't one? You? Why right? didn't we have an inspector? Yeah. Uh, stay away from River Valley Road. A number of texts coming in on this one, if at all possible. There are field trips leaving Victoria Park, and uh, traffic is at a standstill. Someone says, worried about the West End Alley, Valley Line. Uh, total mess. Why didn't we learn uh, at Kingsway? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? See, there's another great example too, right? And that's going to be in the conversation for quite some time. Are we going to put this LRT above or below the ground? Did we learn nothing from the Metro line? And I don't think it's the fact that the city, and this, you know, came up out of nowhere, so I don't have papers in front yeah. of me. But it feels like you want to say, doesn't the city learn anything? Doesn't the city, didn't the city realize that they made a huge error with the Metro line? But on the other hand, did the city make an error did, or did they spend as much as they were able to spend? Did they want to, did they have a budget they had to stay within? Whatever, where they said, okay, so you give a little, take a little, you know, we'll get a new line, but it'll cause some traffic delays. Do, is LRT a priority for most Edmontonians? Oh, man, that's such a can of worms. Uh, Again, I think LRT where people can access Mm -hmm. it without having to drive 15 minutes and all that sort of stuff. For those people who are in the neighborhood, that's awesome. But for the majority of Edmontonians, is LRT on the top of your list? What is on the top of your list? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think about Toronto and their subway system. And when I'm in Toronto, I don't rent a car. I just use the subway for everything. Mm -hmm. It's convenient. It takes you exactly where you want to go, and it does it quickly. Mm -hmm. The LRT doesn't have that same feel to me. Hi, Cheryl. Oh, hi. Uh, I I just wanted to phone in about what's happening in my neighborhood. What's going on? And uh, a little bit about taxes. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling like the fellow that phoned in. And by the way, love your show. Thank you so much. Um. I live in something called, uh, it, it, there's 34 units, and I own bare land, condo land. Um, have you heard of that? No. 
Uh, it's 34 units. It's a duplex, a duplex deal. So, so these units are they're two, they're duplexes. They're, okay. they're together and they're homes. And uh, our condo area is, I think, oh, something like 45 plus in age. Mm-hmm. Um, but the taxes are $3,600 for not not much of a lot at all. And a bare land condo means you take your dog off of this land. Uh, uh, it, if you own a dog, you, you shouldn't. Actually, that might be uh, board rules, but... But yeah, how big's your con- Cheryl? But how big's your condo? Uh, thirteen hundred and twenty-five square feet. Okay, yeah, hmm. and and it's very little lawn to cut and snow removal. Uh, well, we have a private snow removal and lawn cutting. That, that's that's with the board. But the the point of it is thirty-six hundred dollars per unit. And what what are we getting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good wow. question. You're not alone asking that question, Cheryl. Lots of folks asking that. We need to take a break for the 3 o'clock news. Eileen uh, has the latest update on that uh, lockdown uh, at that school in the north. And Daryl, hold the line. We'll get to you. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.